What's up, everyone? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the week. We have a whole new week of topics, and today we are going to be talking about the balance of strength, flexibility, and fitness, and why when you run away, well, or rather run towards something, you're running away from everything else. And we're going to teach you how to balance your training. Hey guys, how you doing? In case we haven't met, my name's Rad Burmeister. I'm joined behind the mic by Richard Lellis. We are two of the three founders and creators of Unity Gym and the UMS, the Unified Movement System, where we turn driven people into strong and flexible athletes. If you want to know how we do it, get started by downloading one of our free blueprints, the Strength Blueprint, the Flexibility Blueprint, or the Nutrition Blueprint. There's a link in the description of this video if you're watching on YouTube or in the comments of the podcast if you're listening to it. How are you, Richie? I'm good, thanks, Rad. How's hmm? your weekend? Yeah, my weekend was great, actually. I had a really good weekend. Um, feel good today, feel, feel energized. Um, it always feels empty without Yanni here. Yanni's away on, on uh, holiday, and he's, uh, he's having his first holiday this whole year. Uh, and I'm going to be going up to join him on Thursday. Richie will be alone for... Right? You'll actually only be alone for two days because he only comes back to work on, on Tuesday, I think. But anyway, um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. What about you? How was your weekend? Yeah, good. Good to relax after a busy, busy week. Yeah, it was a big week, wasn't it? So today we're talking about um, the, the concept of running towards something and running away from something else. And what that means is it's this idea that you know, when you look at strength training and flexibility, that's a big one that we like to talk about. Most people, the way the fitness industry seems to have been geared for pretty much forever, there's a paradigm shift happening at the moment where a very select few boutique gyms like us are creating a balance between strength and flexibility and fitness. Um, most gyms that are doing it at least the way that they deliver it to their members to their tribe i believe that they're getting it wrong and we'll talk about that later but you know if you if you do the the way that the the, the fitness industry is telling you to train you you know you choose whether you want to go to a yoga class or whether you're going to go to the gym and do weightlifting or um you know whether you're going to go running and focus on getting fit so it's um it's all about running towards the thing that you think is the most important, which will give you a great result in that thing. But you cannot run towards something without running away from something else. It's the way it works. And what we experienced and what we've seen time and time again is, you know, people that are, that are really focusing on weightlifting or resistance training and they're getting really, really strong, they unwillingly or un, like they, they, not intentionally, unintentionally, I should say, they're also getting really stiff because as you get stronger and you do more and more and more weightlifting, but you're not practicing mobility and flexibility work, you're also becoming stiffer and tighter and less flexible. And then on the other hand, you've got the, uh, the other way around where people that decide that they're gonna go to stretch classes or yoga is the classic one, um, where we see people that have been doing yoga for a very long time and they're very, very flexible, but they're very weak and frail as well. And you only need to look at the extreme examples of, you know, a, um, uh, the majority of people that are really, really strong and quite buff in the gym and they can barely touch their toes and they don't move very well. Or on the other end of the spectrum, you know, you look at the majority of yogis that are very flexible and very good at yoga, but are, are very weak and have a very frail body. And um, yeah, it's, the, it's what we want to talk about today. We want to talk about the idea of how you 
you know, you, there is a way around this. You don't need to, um, you know, favor one thing, run towards something and, and, and run away from everything else at the same time. What do you reckon, Richie? Yeah, 100% Red. Um, I think the stimulus that you give your body over time slowly adapts that body to becoming more effective at that. And then with that, it becomes less effective at doing all the other things. So what you practice is what you become. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we've, you know, we've, we've seen this firsthand in, in our own training in the gym because, you know, you and Yanni, if we go back a few years before the, the evolution of the UMS, we were, you and Yanni were far more focused on strength training and I was far more focused on flexibility training because individually that's what our goals were. You know, you and Yanni were, were more interested in becoming stronger and building lean muscle and I was far more interested in developing flexibility and, and, and what I thought was going to lead me to being able to move better. And, and what we saw was that over time, um, we, we all obviously became better at the thing that we were practicing but worse at the thing that we weren't practicing. And that neither of those approaches are the right way to do things. You know, we need a balanced body. We need to, um, if you want to be able to, because, you know, I guess where it comes from, why people train that way is you, you, you look at, you think of your goals and you look at where you're at and you recognize what you need or what you think you need most. Uh, and you train on that. But then as you get closer to achieving those goals, you actually realize how much worse you've gotten at the things that you haven't been training. Yeah, and that um, that creates just a whole another level of problems that we all experience. Like I remember when you first started stretching, and you were just so stiff, and and and, and uh, you know you felt like you were really restricted in your movements. And then the same with me when I started strength training and really trying to go into it. I, I had so much work to to ca to do to catch up to you guys, which is a it's it's not a it's, it's almost a really frustrating place to be, isn't it? Because when you look back on how much time you've been training and you, then you realize that you absolutely suck at something that you could have been getting better at, at, at you know, all along. Yeah, sometimes you go down too far down one rabbit hole and realize that you need to go down another in order to get good at the other one. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like with strength, I know for me to improve my, my squat, well, what I had to do in the past was I need to get more mobile. I need to get deeper into my squat. I need to um, become more comfortable with that bottom range squat before I could get strong there. So, yeah. um, like truly strong there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And, you know, if you've never done something like the UMS before or, you know, what we call a more balanced program, at least, like there's, you know, it, de it depends on where your level of understanding of, of movement training is, you know. There's plenty of people out there that are, that are right up there with their movement practice. And some of you might even be thinking, what, what, is, what does he mean by movement practice? Well, once you, once you start going down this, you know, because once you start going down this rabbit hole of trying to create this balanced body or this balanced practice, you, you start to, at least for me, you don't call your training, I'm gonna go and do some weights now, or I'm, I'm gonna go for a run now, I'm gonna do this. It's, it's your movement practice because you're practicing the different aspects of movement. And there's people that have been, you know, that have, you know, really explored this and, and gone very far with it. And they might even look at what we do and think, oh, that's a, um, uh, that's not a complete practice or, um, you know, it doesn't include X, Y, and Z. But 
what we've found and the reason why we do this is we're, we're trying to help a larger audience We're we're not trying to cater um, just for the the elite people that are you know that are ready to train for you know three hours a day or do two training sessions a day we're trying to cater for people that are uh, that are have less time and that really want to just find a way to get rid of those aches and pains and move better and so for us I've explored a lot of different things with the UMS. You know, we've we've had times where for six months or a year in our in our gym at Unity Gym, we did a lot of different things in the workouts. A lot of we included a lot more um, calisthenics. We included locomotion and flow movements and stuff that I really enjoy doing and that is definitely um, aligns with my personal goals and with a lot of the goals of our members. But what we found was that when we included too much, when you only had one hour to train people, that people just weren't getting enough of a, a tangible, of an objective result, uh, objective progress in any area, that it becomes demotivating. You remember that? Yeah. You remember those times? 100%. You probably need to come closer to your mic if you're yeah. gonna say that. <laughs> no, 100% do, Rad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you know, um, it was it was definitely Yanni and Richard that that were the ones that made me challenge this because this is the beauty of the UMS. It's usually me that comes up with the um, with the crazy ideas or the or the or the ways of trying to bring something in new that we've never done before, and then it's Yanni and Richard that will sort of look at it after six months and go, ah, it's not really the way that I'd train because you're not going to see this this and that, and then it causes us to refine it. And, and you know, what we've gotten to is at least we've tried to create a really good balance between strength, flexibility and fitness in our training. So what does it mean? It means that we, we train in a one-to-one -one ratio of strength and flexibility at Unity Gym and, and in the UMS online coaching program where we do one set of flexibility and one set of strength. And we also include um, some cardiovascular fitness in our training as well in every week. And over time we've we've seen that we're producing really really good results now for people that follow our program for people that turn up to unity gym and they just do our one hour workouts or people that follow the ums online coaching program they develop amazing objective results objective progress with strength flexibility and fitness people lose fat they build lean muscle they get stronger they overcome aches and pains and they open the doors to then be able to start working on higher level stuff if that's what they want to do and that's what the um that's why we actually originally called our program the foundation movement system because we believed it to be the foundation of movement but uh you know we changed it to to unify for 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 reasons uh, um unknown <laughs> no because we um we found out that fms was a trademarked um <laughs> term so yeah. we couldn't use it we were going to get sued one day um yeah and it, and it works really well doesn't it 100% you should yeah. check out our Facebook group uh, pages, our Instagram, we're posting all these amazing results. People are getting both strength and flexibility. Yeah. Um, Lockie, I wish I still had his picture on our computer because we had a really good picture of him doing the front splits and that guy was pretty tight when he started. Yeah. Really good example. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's amazing. And he could barely touch his toes and that was, uh, f you know, five years ago. He's been with us for five years now. He's 45 now yep. and he can do the splits now. I mean, yep. that's, uh, and you know what he did this morning? Uh, I just filmed him this morning doing 73 kilogram overhead standing overhead press on a barbell for three reps. Oh wow! Three good reps. 70 no 70 72 kilos. Kilo. 72 kilos, man. Yeah, this man, is a dude that weighs strong. about 
I think he weighs about 90 kilos, 45 years old. Um, I mean, it's amazing, you know, to, to be seeing those kind of results, um, the, those increases in strength and flexibility and fitness all at the same time. Yeah, it's really, really good. So, what you know, how, how does how does this relate to the the topic of the show? Well, you know, what we want to talk about is because I know we've got a lot of people that watch these shows or listen to the podcasts who who haven't experienced our method of training, our unified movement system, and you know, in the very very least, you want to really look at what does your movement practice look like? Is your does your movement practice include a balance between strength and flexibility and also have some fitness in there, something that's going to keep you fit? Does it include any actual movement training, like where you're practicing skills, where you're where it's not just about getting flexible and strong, but it's about trying to unlock a skill like a handstand or like some calisthenics or like some dancing or, or acrobatics or martial arts or whatever it is? Um, or is it is it just one dimensional is it just about that that way of uh becoming stronger and becoming more flexible so that you can feel better in your body and um are you training in a way where you think to yourself okay this is a strength session and this is a flexibility session or is it you know are you doing things in a way where it's all incorporated in the way that you move um and if you're not if you're not you know looking at that stuff maybe there's a way that you can do things better maybe you can start challenging yourself and start thinking about things uh you know a little bit differently um i know that for us challenging this thought has brought us to a place where we are definitely moving and feeling better we're producing better results in our bodies than we ever have before through this understanding of you know taking a real look at wow i'm you know i'm really running towards this thing but i'm running away from everything else and then stopping and looking around and thinking how can i incorporate more into my practice i'm thinking um, more about getting back into running just from uh talking about this <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. making feel a, making me feel a bit more guilty about me uh not having gone for a run for a while <coughs> um yeah i think for even if it's not like for aesthetics aesthetic goals like um, uh, jumping back into something that helps improve your health in another way is yep. really important like for me cardiovascular health yeah um, I'm always fixated on like flexibility and strength but that's been something that's been weighing on my mind as well uh, quite recently getting back into running to increase my um, you know cardiovascular health yeah for sure man for sure I um I recently, as in, you know, in the last year or so, I started including shuttle runs in my training as part of my cardio and as part of my warm up sometimes because I was the same. I was looking at, I just looked at everything that I did and I'm thinking, you know, I'm doing so much. I thought, but wow, I'm not actually ever running. And running is an important part of movement. The it's called a gait uh, movement pattern, you know, yep. walking, jogging, running. Yep. Um, and it is part of being a human, part of being a human being is you know running is is moving like that and yeah I, I agree with you i think that everybody should include at least a little bit of it um in their training so for me you know it's funny it's like when i spoke to phil about it um i said yeah you know i'm just trying to do these shuttle runs you know once a week or twice a week just to get a little bit because i figure it's a lot better than not doing anything at all and phil's response was well it's infinitely better than not doing any running at all you know <laughs> you're doing you know even just that tiny little dose of it is infinitely better than doing no running at all you know yeah 
Yeah, so have a look at your practice, guys. Have a look at the way that you're doing things and, um, and, and think about whether you can, you can maybe turn around and, and, you know, metaphorically speaking, start, you know, running towards something else, not just running away from everything. Now, before we finish today's show, I want to actually answer one of our, one of our online uh, coaching uh, members' questions. Uh, Rachel has asked... She said, hey guys, my work has resulted in my posture not being good. Can you give me some tips for strengthening the back of the shoulders and the upper back? I'm a massage therapist leaning forward all day. I actually have good range of motion in my shoulders due to natural flexibility and mobility practice. However, if I'm not conscious, my posture tends to round forward. Slight forward head and I have an anterior pelvic tilt. I'm gonna start adding in doing your rehab for anterior pelvic tilt and back mobility but feel that i am stronger in the front due to repetitive forward massage movements i think my anterior deltoids look much more developed than my rear deltoids can you recommend strength exercises to assist in correcting this this is me standing up straight if i slouch it's not a good look okay so this picture that she's given is her standing up straight so the first thing that i want to say is um, posture and improving posture is something that I have been really um, quite uh, proactive on for, for a long time because I've had I've had almost exactly what you've described, Rachel. You know, my my shoulders have been quite rounded at times, uh, and I have a, a, a really bad anterior pelvic tilt. I've even got something that's called spondylolisthesis, which you can see in an X-ray. You can see my L4, L5 from side on. The, the L5 is um, uh, uh, posteriorly displaced. That's what a, that's what a um, spondylolisthesis is. And um, yeah, so I've done a lot of, lot of work on this. So the first thing that I wanna say is, you say, can I, is there any exercises that you can recommend to fix this? It's actually all in the UMS program that you're doing in the foundations in the UMS program. The most important thing to understand is that you just need to, you need to do movements like there's, there's a couple of things that you need to understand. There's a strategy for overcoming this. So number one is you need to release the muscles that become tight, that cause forward rounding of the shoulders. So the pecs, uh, the pec minor, the pec major, the biceps and the lats are the, are the main ones. Uh, and then you also need to strengthen the muscles that create, um, you know, the opening of the shoulders. So the, the retraction of the scapula or the stabilization of the scapula, I should say. And those are, you know, the traps, the trapezius, so the mid and the lower trapezius, the external rotators of the rotator cuff, um, the, you know, the muscles that help to, to stabilize the scapula. So that's for the shoulders. And then as far as the anterior pelvic tilt uh, goes, you basically need to uh, loosen or release the hip flexors. Um, you and you need to, uh, and also the um, the lumbar spine extensors. You need to loosen those, um, and you also need to strengthen the glutes, the abs, and the hamstrings. Those are the muscles that become quite weak uh, with an anterior pelvic tilt, or maybe they are weak, and that's why you have an anterior pelvic tilt. So. The good thing is that the whole UMS online coaching program does all of that. It's designed in a way that it creates that balance with those movements. So for you, if you feel that you need more work, then what you can do is you can just double down on some of that stuff. So the, um, the thoracic extension and the, the pec minor and the, the pec release and all of the bicep stretches that are included in your program 
um, you can just double down on those. So you could do those daily instead of just on the lower body strength days, you could start doing those daily. And then what you could do if you want, you could, you just want to, you want to absolutely make sure that you're including uh, external rotation training uh, twice a week at least. So on the upper body, on the bent arm strength days, you want to do, and maybe you could do five sets of those instead of just the three or four that are, that are programmed into your program. Uh, and also the, um, the Powell raise that you'll see that's in the, um, in the foundations. It's, it's either in the foundations or the progressions program. Um, if you can't find it, let me know. It's definitely on the, on the um, bent arm or the straight arm strength days. That's really gonna do the work that you need for your upper body. And then if you, yeah, if you look at the anterior pelvic tilt uh, training program, that'll give you what you need to do on the lower body days. And just make sure that you're, you're definitely doing those exercises from the anterior pelvic tilt program in your lower body days. Um, but it's all there for you in the program. So you just need to make sure that you're getting um, the work that you need done on the exercises that open up the chest and that strengthen the scapular retractors and the external rotators. Anything um, you want to add there, Richie? No, right. You pretty much covered everything. Yeah. This is such a common question that people have is how to fix, how do I fix my um, posture? And what you have to do when you get enough volume, it's, it's just about creating the volume on those areas that you do um, that I just spoke about there. Um, because we all like, yeah, like being a massage therapist, yes, you're, you're working in front of your, yourself all the time and you're hunching over your clients. But, you know, I would argue that it's no worse than anybody sitting down at a desk, you know, people that are working at their computers all day long in, in this horrible rounded posture like this. Um, you'll see if you watch this show, if you ever watch this show live, you, you'll notice that I often will go from here and then I'll sit up like this because I can see myself on the screen here. I'm looking at the comments that people are, are putting in here and I see myself hunching over and I'm like, oh man, I've got to straighten up again. So, you know, correcting your posture, part of it is doing those exercises that I said, but the other part of it is just understanding it's how you do things all the time. So what I do when I'm standing up, I often catch myself slouching. And so I just think of this cue of just bringing my chin back. So that aligns your, your head a little bit more. And then I think about bringing my heels together so that I activate my glutes and bring my pelvis under my body. And then I think about just sort of spreading my shoulders like that, not pulling them back, Pulling them back is not a good cue because you're holding muscles there that aren't meant to be held that way. So, but just thinking of like not letting my sh shoulders round by pulling my head back and just spreading my shoulders a bit and activating my glutes so that my, the muscles, um, uh, you know, the isometric contractions are happening in the right way so my body's not just slouching. Uh, and that helps just to create those cues to hold your body in a more efficient way. And that's my belief. When you speak to Phil, you know, our resident physiotherapist about this, he, he just laughs at the way that people talk about um, good posture and bad posture. And, you know, Phil's take on it is that the, the best posture is your next posture. That's what his attitude about it is. And, um, yeah, I think that there's, uh, I think that there's value in both of those opinions, like what, what I've just said about it and also what Phil's opinion would, would be on it if you, if you heard him say. So I hope that helps, Rachel, and I hope that helps uh, anybody that, that was listening that was, you know, has this same question about how do I, how do I fix my posture? 
and um, and it comes with time. You have to understand that um, for me, you know, in improving my posture, like I've, I've been on a mission to improve my posture for like 10 or 15 years. And if you look at it from where it was, um, like I saw some videos from when Yanni and I were back at Fitness First eight years ago, and it is so much better than it was back then. But I still catch myself in the mirror, and when I see myself, pictures of myself or videos of myself when I'm not thinking, I, I always, all I see is the work that I have to do, and I just see the bad posture that I have, you know. But it's come so far um, from where it was when I started this journey. So hope that helps, and um, I hope you guys got something out of that show. We'll see you tomorrow. We're going to be talking about... Um, we're going to be talking about how most people in their training do what they enjoy instead of what they need most to succeed. And this is a really important thing. Um, this is why people have such unbalanced bodies. This is why a lot of people have bad posture. This is why a lot of people are so stiff that they can barely touch their toes. This is why a lot of people are, are in just constant pain in their shoulders or their lower back, uh, or why a lot of people are, are just really, really weak and they get injured all the time. It's because within your training, your Focusing on the things that you love doing rather than the things that you need to do. So tune in tomorrow and we'll see you all then. Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. It's the gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.